Hi guys, and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Danny, and today is a solo podcast. And this one is for those of you who are online coaches, personal trainers, anyone who essentially runs their own business. Now, I have a lot of clients who are personal trainers and online coaches, and I also have a lot of friends that are personal trainers and online coaches and people that run their own businesses and often people oh <laughs> nearly fell off my chair there <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that in I was going to say often people ask me sometimes for um, a second opinion a little bit of help and advice with things and often I go through the same points with everybody so I thought I would just make a podcast on it now I'm obviously not an expert by any means but I can talk from experience and discuss what has helped me with my business, my productivity mistakes that I've made in the past, and where I'm at now. So I'm just going to share a little bit of of my experience and talk through that, and hopefully it will be helpful for some of you guys. And like I said, I offer a lot of advice to friends, to clients, and I know that it has benefited people. So I thought I would just share that advice. And then if anyone asks me about my advice for business owners, for those of you who are trying to grow your personal training or online coaching businesses, I can just refer people to this podcast rather than repeating myself. So I hope you enjoy. Now, I'm going to touch on a few things that I was actually reflecting on during this weekend, first and foremost, because this weekend I went to Newcastle to see my sister with my cousin and we went out for food and drinks. And in the past, I would have been sat at the table with my work phone under the table, replying to client messages, not being present with my sister the my company who I was with whoever that might might have been um and also not producing my best work because you're not going to produce your best work when you're replying to clients under the table discreetly um trying to hide it from your nan that's hating you on your phone at the table so you're not giving your best self to either of those situations when you're trying to do things like that It's not productive to try and do bits of work when you're at an occasion doing other things because you're not giving your best self, you're not giving your full self to either of those two tasks. You're not giving your best self to being present with friends and family and you're also not giving your best self to your client when you're replying when you're at another occasion. So you would be so much better off focusing on one thing at a time enjoying the downtime when you're in a social situation with friends and or family, being present, enjoying just the moment and the experience. If there's food there, enjoying the taste and textures of that food, enjoying some downtime, resetting your mind, making sure that you're living ultimately. Life is way too short not to be present. Life's way too short not to enjoy the company of your friends and family and show those people how much you care about them. So you would be much better off just enjoying that occasion. And then when you're back in your work environment again, 
producing your best work and focusing on one thing at a time rather than trying to multitask. So my advice would be to focus on work when you are scheduled to be working and when you are in your work environment and then enjoy being present with the people that you care about when you are in social situations rather than trying to do both things at once and rather than feeling like you have to be constantly working 24 7 because that used to be me and it still is me sometimes I still have to fight that feeling of guilt when I'm not working 100% I still have to fight that feeling but I'm slowly learning not to feel that guilt because like I said earlier one life is to be lived and life is way too short not to do what makes you happy and not to enjoy the company of the people you care about and second to that I care about producing my best quality work and ultimately my best quality work is not going to be done whilst I'm in a social situation trying to reply to client messages under the table so it's not productive to work 24 7 it is productive to schedule in downtime and schedule in work periods and focus on one thing at a time. You are so much more likely to produce your best work doing that and therefore serve your clients to the best of your ability whilst being able to, to live your life. And don't get me wrong, I work a lot and I work long hours but in the times that I do allow myself to spend time with friends and family I've learned that it's really important to be able to switch off and to, to fight those feelings of guilt when I am away from work because it's not productive in any way to feel that guilt and to allow yourself to, to feel that way. So that's point number one. And you'll also feel a lot less stressed if you allow yourself to enjoy that downtime. And that reduction in stress will result in a better quality of life, better health for you. And you can only serve people to the best of your ability when you look after yourself first. If you neglect yourself, if you're run down, if your health and your immune system is compromised, if you can't concentrate properly, you're not going to produce your best work and you're not going to be able to serve other people to the best of your ability. So if you care about the quality of work that you produce and being the best coach you possibly can be, the best businesswoman or businessman you possibly can be, you need to look after yourself first so that you're able to do that. What's the point in driving yourself into the ground, not being able to concentrate, not being able to produce your best work and burning the candle at both ends essentially and not being not being your best self for friends and family and simultaneously not producing your best work. You need to learn to be okay with spending time away from work. Um, like I said, I still work a lot and I'm not saying that you should, you know, go and spend time with friends and family and not work every single day at all. But I'm saying for a small, for the small amount of time that you are spending with friends and family, it's important to allow yourself to be present and to not feel guilty for that. And what I have learned to do recently is to time block my diary and schedule in downtime like I would do with work. So it might seem a little bit meticulous and a little bit over the top, but I will literally schedule in like I would consult calls, like I would my check-ins, like I would my Facebook live Q and A's with clients. I will schedule in my downtime as well. 
so that I know if I've got downtime scheduled in, say with my sister, like I did this weekend, for those hours, that is when I'm being present with my sister and I'm enjoying that downtime. And then in my work time, that is when I am fully focused on work. And that allows me to concentrate on the task at hand. And that downtime is scheduled into my diary, like I said, like it would be with work. So I know when it's coming. And um, that that provides me with that nice little something to look forward to. And, um, you know, it makes me make the most of my working hours. I'm now so productive in my working hours because I know that I have X number of hours to complete a certain task. And then I move on to the next task or my downtime. And that makes those, those periods, those time blocks more productive because I know that that time is limited rather than thinking I'm working all day. So I've got all day to complete X, Y, and Z. I have time blocks throughout the day. So I know I have say two hours to complete training video feedback, and then I have to move on to check-ins. So I will smash out that training video feedback so I can then move on to check-ins. And I know that that's going to be complete. So time blocking is something that works really well for me personally. I also have learned to schedule in my time to eat and have at least like 15 minutes to myself to eat a meal. And that really helps because what I would have done previously is I would have wolfed my food down in a rushed state and I would have felt very stressed, which would have resulted in crappy digestion and therefore me not feeling my best self and not being able to produce my best work. And I wouldn't have been able to enjoy my meal. I wouldn't have been able to be present around it. I wouldn't have been able to be mindful with it. So it has really, really improved the way that I feel to schedule in time to eat. And it means that I'm never sort of getting to the end of the day and playing catch up and my energy levels are much more stable throughout the day. So scheduling in like 15 minutes to eat each meal does me wonders and is something that I would recommend you guys do too. And I also schedule in time to do focused study rather than just multitasking. I used to be really prone to sort of listening to podcasts whilst I was working. And the problem was, it's fine if it's a chilled podcast, which you don't need to really focus on. But if it's a podcast that I really want to learn from, then I find that I need to sit down and focus on that podcast and be able to make notes on it for example rather than just listening to it whilst I'm programming someone's training because if I'm listening to a podcast whilst I'm programming somebody's training I'm not going to be taking in all of the information from the podcast because I'm focused on the training program that is my priority my clients are always my priority so I'd just be listening to a podcast in the background and not really taking any of the information in so now what I do is I listen to a more chilled out podcast whilst I'm doing programming, something that maybe makes me laugh and that isn't so educational. And then I'll save educational podcasts or content from the Muscle Mentors membership site or content from um, Mass. And I'll listen to that in blocked out time periods for study where I'm actually able to take in that information, make notes on it and learn from it properly rather than just listening to it in the background and not really being able to listen to it properly. 
it was just not so productive. And I think having time blocks for study is a much more productive way to go about it. That's what I found myself. So that's something that I would recommend you guys do that are personal trainers and online coaches as well. Make sure you schedule in time to study. You never, you will never get to a point where you know everything. There is always, always, always more to learn. So be open-minded, listen to other people in the industry, listen to people who know their shit on different subjects and be willing to learn from them. And you will serve your clients so well that way and you will become, you will just evolve as you go through your coaching career. So don't neglect time for study and time to develop your skills as a coach. Another reflection that I, or realization that I've had recently is that I, I have sort of audited and changed the way that I start my day. So I used to wake up feeling extremely rushed and anxious. I knew that I was going to wake up to a lot of messages, a lot of emails, a lot of check-ins, a lot of work to do. And that created a very anxious start to the day, um, a very rushed start to the day and made me feel very stressed. And I'd almost forced myself to dive straight into work. I felt like I couldn't waste a single minute. So I wouldn't even get ready properly. Like I would literally just, I'd get up from my bed, come straight to my desk and get straight on with work because I literally felt like I couldn't waste a single minute when in reality that just resulted in me feeling very rushed and very stressed whilst working which again did not produce my best quality work possible so I now wake up and I go for a walk or I do 15 minutes of yoga first thing. So I don't look at my phone and my laptop first thing in the morning straight away. I will wake up and I will be mindful and I will be present with myself. And I will set myself up for a, a more successful start to the day and a much less stressed anxious version of me would head into work which would therefore produce better quality work and I've now you know realized that and that's something that I stay really disciplined and um consistent with and I don't let that slip now so I either have to do 15 minutes of yoga or I will go outside get some fresh air go for a walk sometimes I might listen to a podcast sometimes I'll just walk and be with myself and yeah it's just it's been a game changer and I now feel so much better throughout the rest of the day as a result of doing that rather than just rushing through everything and rushing myself straight out of bed to my laptop to my to my um phone and being in a responsive state straight away and that that's been such a game changer for me so that's something that I would recommend you guys do it doesn't have to be yoga it doesn't have to be going for a walk outside you could maybe try some meditation there are loads of different meditation apps out there there's loads of meditations on YouTube I just use a free YouTube yoga um so it's nothing special like it's literally just i just search for yoga on youtube and find one that i like 
or like I said, I'll go for a walk outside, but you could try some sort of meditation. You could do some journaling. Um, another thing I do is I plan out my, my week on a Sunday and I plan out my day the night before. So I know exactly what I have to complete when I wake up. But again, I don't dive headfirst straight into work. Now I will take 15 minutes in the morning to myself being mindful. And then I will get into work in a much more stress-free, relaxed state, and I'll be more prepared and more productive as a result of that. So find your own morning routine it doesn't have to be the same as mine but I would recommend not literally getting up straight out of bed and rushing into work because that's just going to produce rushed work which is never the best and you're not going to be your best self you're not going to produce your your best work if you rush straight into things so yeah just take 10-15 minutes for yourself in the morning it's an absolute game changer and get yourself ready properly so that you're prepared to start the day and you feel good in yourself another thing is as well as that like if you get ready in a morning like if you make yourself look presentable you will feel more productive and you'll also be prepared if you need to create any content or if you need to do any facebook lives client calls or anything like that if you just go into your day and don't make yourself look presentable you might this is something i find personally you might not agree but i feel much more productive when i make myself look semi-presentable don't get me wrong most days i don't wear makeup and things like that but um when i just make some sort of an effort and put myself together a little bit i feel much more productive and like i said it means that i'm ready to produce content if i get any gaps if i get any time to do so and i don't have to mess about getting ready later in the day so that's something that helps me as well another thing that's been a massive game changer for me personally is rather than replying to messages from clients as and when they come through and getting distracted from the main task at hand I now schedule a time block into my diary where I reply to messages and emails. So if you, especially if you have your clients on WhatsApp, you don't want to be just replying to them as and when they come through as you go through your day with your notifications on, because if then you're doing a task like a, a podcast or a check-in or if you're doing training video feedback and you see a notification pop up and you stop that main task to reply to the message, you're distracting yourself from that main task and your focus is interrupted and therefore that's going to detract from the quality of work you're able to produce on that main task. So focus on one thing at a time. And like I said, I find it really useful to schedule a block in my day where I reply to messages and reply to emails. So I will turn my notifications off as I'm going about, as I'm going through my check-ins, as I'm going through training video feedback. And then when it comes to my time block to reply to messages, I will get WhatsApp up or get True Coach up and reply to clients in that time block. Time block. And the replies will be better then anyway and you'll be able to focus on what you're doing at each moment in time again rather than trying to, to multitask you don't want distractions you want to be able to get into a state of flow when you're doing your big work tasks 
and that state of flow will mean that you're really able to focus and produce your best quality work and you're not be you're not going to be able to get into that state if you've got distractions coming through every 10 minutes you also need to set boundaries in both your work and your personal life and stick to them so what i mean by this and this is definitely something that i'm still learning if you tell your clients that your working hours are for example between 7 a.m and 8 p.m then don't reply to messages past 8 p.m because if you reply they will get used to that and they will continue to message you past that time if you are someone who hasn't set those boundaries i would recommend that you enforce them i certainly did not set those boundaries when i first started and i've only really recently started enforcing them a little bit more um but it's really important and it comes back to that first point where you need to be able to focus on one thing at a time and if you're constantly constantly working you're not going to produce your best quality work if you have that time where you're able to switch off you're going to feel so much more fresh and ready to get into work when the time comes for your work blocks, when you wake up in the morning and it's time to work again. Don't, you know, don't feel like you shouldn't really be replying to messages like whilst you're eating your tea at 8 p.m. or whatever. Um, just be strong with your boundaries, whatever they are. You know, pe different people have different commitments. Your boundaries might be different to mine. Um, someone who, for example, is... A parent and they have their kids at night they might have to switch off earlier than someone who isn't a parent and that's absolutely okay just set your boundaries and make them clear so your clients know when they can message you and expect a response and um, they then respect that you have downtime and they know when they can message you as well so that that understanding will help both them and you it's not just a selfish thing to do it will mean that they know when they can message you and um, they feel comfortable with that and they don't feel like they're interrupting your day as well so that will run both ways and that will just create clear-cut respect and um, you'll be able to be much more productive in your work time and you'll be able to switch off when you want to spend time with friends and family obviously there's times where these boundaries might be compromised to some extent when you're going through periods where you're really pushing from a business perspective or um when for example if you're if you coach competitors if you have clients competing in a show then they might be an exception to those boundaries on a one-off when it's their show weekend so boundaries might change and working times and things like that might change just make sure that you're clear with your clients on what those boundaries are and if they are changing why they're changing and just communicate there should be communication both ways between coach and client and it just helps if your clients know what to expect from you um i would also either advise having a different platform for client messages so something like an app like true coach um or i think there's my pt hub trainerize something like that or a separate work phone. I personally have my clients on WhatsApp, but I have a separate work phone. So if, for example, I'm going to a family occasion where my focus is being present with my family, I can leave my work phone at home or I can switch on to airplane mode and I can use my personal phone for like taking pictures or whatever. So yeah, I would highly recommend having a different platform or having a work phone rather than having your personal phone for both work and personal things because 
again it it just sort of makes it feel like you're working 24 7 if you have all of your work on your personal phone and it's very hard to switch off i know that if i had my work phone as my personal phone and i had that phone on me i would not be able to stop myself from looking at the messages on that phone whereas with having both a work phone and a personal phone if i literally leave my work phone at home i can't access it if i had it on me I would look at those messages and start replying under the table, like I mentioned at the start of this podcast. But having those two separate phones really, really helps me personally. So that's something that I would advise. And I would advise not having your work phone, whether that's your phone or whatever, in your bedroom whilst you sleep, because you don't want to... I'd recommend this actually, even with your personal phone, I'd recommend just not having your phone at all in your bedroom whilst you sleep, unless you absolutely have to. Because if you do that, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you're going to be tempted to check your phone or scroll through social media. You will also be tempted to scroll through social media before you go to bed or first thing in the morning. And you'll then be in a very reactive state if you do that. And you might get triggered by something that you don't want to see. And that might put you in a negative mood. If you've woken up in the middle of the night and you check your phone, you might not be able to get back to sleep. You're exposing yourself to blue light, which is not productive in the middle of the night. So taking your phone out of your bedroom environment whilst you sleep is something that I would highly recommend. And it's something that's been a game changer for me personally. So I live in a flat and what I do is I leave my, I leave both my work phone and my personal phone in like my living room plugged in and I'll obviously go to sleep in my bedroom. So they're completely separate from me. If I need to put an alarm on, I will, and I can still hear it. I just have to get up and walk to the living room to turn it off, which is a productive thing anyway, because it gets me straight out of bed. So take your phone out of your bedroom environment. It is a game changer. If you absolutely cannot do that, I would put it onto aeroplane mode. So again, you're not tempted. You don't, you're not going to wake up in the middle of the night and see that you've got messages and start replying to people or see that you've got notifications if you've got it on aeroplane mode, but you can still use it as an alarm. So if you can't remove your phone, put it on aeroplane mode it's a game changer. Try and remove your phone from your bedroom environment because it's great. And it also helps separate that that work and that rest environment. So when you're in your bedroom, you know it's time to rest, time to sleep. When you're in your office or wherever you work, you know it's time to work. So separate those two environments and um, that will be a game changer for you. I would also not ever recommend working in your bedroom again for that same reason you you want to try and separate your work and bedroom environments your work and rest environments where possible um rather than those two sort of intertwining into each other and you feel like you're in your work environment 24 7 if that happens and last but definitely not least one of the biggest things that I've started doing recently that has helped massively is I have started getting help with my business and my finances. So I have recently been working with Dan Luke, who has been helping me with my business. He's helped me set up Educating 8. And it was so helpful to have his guidance, someone just to talk to about ideas and get a second opinion off, give me a little bit of direction, a bit of a push in the right direction. 
I'm someone who does doubt myself. So it helps massively to have, have guidance with my business. It's, you know, something that's been a game changer for me. So get help with your business and get help with things like finances. So you don't have to worry about that side of things and you can focus on what you're good at that being coaching or personal training, as opposed to having to worry about all of these different elements of business which shouldn't really be your main focus. You don't want to have to worry and stress about those things. I'm a massive worrier. I used to worry about the whole tax and VAT things so much. And I'm slowly learning to leave that to my accountant and just crack on with what I'm good at and what I enjoy, which is coaching. That's why I do what I do. I don't do what I do to worry about my um, tax and things like that. So get professional help from people that know what they're doing with that get help from people that are more experienced than you and that that applies to sort of the coaching process itself as well have mentors work with other coaches learn from those people be open-minded be willing to learn from other experts in their fields and I will finish that podcast there but I hope that has helped I just thought I would offer some of my insights into what's helped me run my business recently and grow my business um the last few months more than I ever have done before really and like I said I'm not an expert on this but I thought I would just share my own personal experience because it is a conversation that I have quite often with clients and friends and I thought anyone that asks in future I can refer them to this podcast and hopefully it will be really helpful for people So let me know if you have any questions off the back of this, guys. You are more than welcome to drop me a direct message on Instagram. Please do like and subscribe if you enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast. And I will see you next week.